Well, fuck you, Craig, and welcome back to another <laughs> episode. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> of Coop's Quick Chat Hot Take Hot Box Edition. We're coming to you live from Hotel Vernon in the corner of the bar. People are coming in and out. I am joined by a very funny man. Uh, one of the first comedians that I ever talked to as a comedian, Mr. John Fletcher. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's warm, but we're here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so do you want to plug all your social medias and stuff? Uh, it's uh, Crafts and Comedy, and then John Fletcher, J. Holman, no extraneous H's, and uh, John Fletcher, that's pretty much it. Sweet. I'm, in, I'm kind of in the middle of wanting to get rid of all social media. Yeah, yeah. I got to the point where it's like, say we're watching a clip from a friend or something, mm-hmm. that clip would be like, awesome, fucking, like, watched it, and then 20 minutes later, I'll be like, thanks for that going down that real well yeah. of like comments from everywhere I'm just like it's taking up to those times the time suck but oh yeah Dude, TikTok's my time like I get fucking stuck in that you know it's why? crazy because you can't even see the time while you're doing no. it no 20 minutes like that that's that, dude, dude I didn't even think of that that's so true and it's cause like you, you get yeah you get stuck in the time and then you're like holy shit it's been an hour of me just scrolling and it's like the only reason I keep it is because I like knowing what Gen Z's mad about that day <laughs> yeah, I mean I like to know what I can and can't say that day knowing, knowing what the proper pronouns of the moment are yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly so that's why I have it but yeah like I'm I'm trying to cut back I'm out of, I'm off Twitter that was one I like weaned myself off oh, of I love Twitter I, it, that's that's why I got off it I love Twitter because like right now uh, top it's like everything yeah. Like in Russia, the first place I went was Twitter, and then if I hadn't gone to Twitter, I wouldn't have seen other stuff like happening. Yeah, and it's like when you, again, just a time suck. <laughs> yeah, because the, the only one I really use now is Instagram, just because it's like I feel like that's what all the comedians use, yeah. and I have such a problem scrolling through Instagram now that I just like watch stories, and if people don't like post something for their story to bring me to their post, I don't look at posts anymore because I try to like not. Yeah. Uh, get sucked in because it yeah. is just a time suck it just ruins it but like it's it sucks because like for what we're doing it's such an important tool I feel like because yeah. like, I couldn't imagine like if, if I want to go back to the times when people like well I don't really want to go back to like that yeah I, I think the the bad guy from the free die hard the guy who was trying to like wipe out the American like net or whatever it was yeah a bad dude. Like, yeah. I get what he wanted. His intentions were good. Yeah. Yeah. But the wrong execution of the right idea. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I guess we can just go back to the 80s where it's like, I'm going to be here and you just told all your friends and they're like, cool. Everybody's wishing you Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you get you get the like Seinfeld dilemmas all the time where it's like, you don't know where everybody is and it's, it could be simply solved with a, a quick phone call. But, like, we like, the other reason I want to get rid of it is because I'm like, inept. Like, I don't know how to do social media correctly. Uh, shout out Mark McGuinn just, like, kind of went through everything with me on tour, like, how to set up a, an Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. And that kind of makes everything a little bit easier from, like, a business standpoint. Yeah. Because I'm not going on Eventbrite to see what the story is. I'm not going on it to see who's fucking talking about a baby today. Mm-hmm. I'm going on there to see how many, like, when the tickets are. Like, what the ticket, like, just what's going on. So it's, yeah. that might be my only social media. Just a bend, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if you get all the, like, kind of get up to date and stuff like that, the, the only reason I, like, use the social, I, like, try to post clips and stuff just because, like, every once in a while, you'll get, like, you'll catch the algorithm. Like, the clip I posted last night, the second I posted it, I don't know how it got on everybody's page, but I had, like, 
all the likes came from like within an hour. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I'm trying to figure out how to get on the, the algorithm because it's like you just yeah. gotta post, man. That's the problem. I like, did you that. Want... I, I posted just a stupid little thing on my puppy, and then like that's real. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh shit, here we go!" Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, "No, this isn't real." Yeah, yeah, because that, they're thing. all trying to fucking sell me pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're selling something or a business model like the fucking the new like the, the Andrew Tate hustle class or whatever the fuck. Yeah. That guy sells like all pyramid schemes and shit. It's terrible. Yeah. And the other thing is too the fun uh, is uh, when they kind of started finding out that all these sites had like a ridiculous amount of bots on them. Yeah. Just like watching like all these like influencers and stuff realize they've been like yelling on a soapbox to what they think is hundreds of thousands of people, but in reality it was like 10, 15 people at times liking their posts. The rest are all bots. It's like crazy. My thing is like um, when I see stuff pop up from a friend, mm-hmm. that's when it's like, and you can see, you know who's liking it and stuff. And it's like that makes you feel like I'm doing my part. Like. Uh, a lot of guys right now in our scene are posting videos like animations and stuff yeah fucking love every single one of them mm-hmm. but it's like I wonder if they're running into the same problem where they're just getting like random fucking Phil Longhorn 0315 or some shit like that and it's just when you see I would like more engagement with real people rather than people who like the algorithm saying oh look people are looking at you no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, they're not. it's literally like that's half the reason why I haven't like sponsored any like posts or anything like that because you can add like the boost. But all those people I think are just bots because they have to like justify the cost of it. And I just don't believe that any of that stuff's real. So like it's that's the one annoying thing about social media is like growing it to the point where you know that people are actually real people who are like watching. It. But like but, uh, so like after shows and stuff, like I'm lucky to maybe get one or two followers. Right. Like, and it's yeah. like, that's where I really care about, like, talking to people after the fact. One, they've already seen it, and they're probably coming up and saying something very nice about Flannery. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like that, the last time it happened was Friday, and the woman who said it was, like, 70, and I was like, do you have social media? Whatever. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know what it is. But, uh, it's, um, yeah, social media is It's slow to grow it. Like, I'm on a few, like, I, like... So the one thing that our podcast tries to do too is we try to stream like yeah. video games, shit, shit like that. And we're like, like, there's like a social media, it's like TikTok, but that, and it's like having to grow it like a follower by follower every like every time you post, you get like one follower, and it's like hopefully that fucking. It's I'll plug it's, this. I have a TikTok def, uh, specifically dedicated to uh, my finger, like my missing. Oh, so it's like <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> That's beast. But uh, and I call it another thing. So it's like a play on Jonathan, and it's I, I my half my fun on social media is finding a handle that works, yeah, and like looking it up and going, it, oh, it's mine. It's like, <laughs> so I did Nubbuffin. I was like, I, I was eating that whole fucking day. I was like, I can't believe my God, it, man, it's great. No one, no one had that. No, yeah. no other Jonathan had enough. <laughs> Dude, that's what funny you say that because the first time I met you, I didn't notice that, and then once you went up on stage and said it, I felt bad, like because I couldn't stop looking once you told now, me. About it. Now I'm at the point where people know, and I'll like I'll hold it on stage, and now I'm like looking at people in the eyes, and I can see people looking at my nub, and I'm just, <laughs> it's worked its way into. I was like, don't worry, you're not going to offend me. Like it's people stare at it all the time. This happened nine and a half years ago, and it's just like, how did it happen? Uh, if you don't mind me asking. It's actually pretty funny. We're actually at the end of the street where it happened. 
Really? Yeah, I was a machinist down at uh, the corner of Cambridge and Sigma Ave in Whistler, and they didn't show me how to use a safety device. Oh, okay. So the machine just came down and just... Was it a clean? Was it at least a clean cut, or a, mangled? Oh, it was, uh, the, when they cut it off my body, that was a clean cut. It was sharper than a razor that cut me. Okay, so yeah. It would have happened with four pounds of pressure. Yeah, it, yeah. It was sixty tons. Oh, ooh. yeah. So, so it just <laughs> shit. damn quick. But uh, the inside part that the he was like, or um, the part was sitting on, mm-hmm. completely just popped my finger like a great crush the bro, crush the bone. Yeah. It was it was a fun night. Ooh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's fucking brutal, man. <laughs> you got at least a little bit of a payment for them not showing you how to use the machine? Yeah, fuck yeah. I was completely bummed so when it happened, so when it happened, like, they didn't even need to do a drug test. So like, yeah, yeah. So, and then after maybe about a year of litigation and stuff like that, it was a funny thing uh, during, like, that litigation, they said... Your bosses have also had like lost fingers and stuff. My direct supervisor was missing his thumb. My uh, the plant manager was missing his two fingers on his left side, which isn't a great sign of like a safe it, workplace. Part yeah. of it is like that's kind of like the nature of it. It's like I had already resigned myself to like going to trade school. Yeah, at fourteen years old, seeing what can happen to machines and like the safety videos that they showed you at school were just this is what can happen, gentlemen. Like, I remember they showed us an electrical, they showed us a video of a guy grabbing a 440. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've ridden the lightning a couple of times, and I'm lucky enough to still be here, but, like, the video that they showed, <laughs> so yeah, it's like I knew what could happen, and then when it did happen, it was just like, I was already coming up with jokes and shit in my head, I was like, I had just got on, like, an airsoft team, where it's like, I like, like, two days later, I cut my fucking <laughs> Dude. And everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck did you do, Fletcher? Why did you do that? I don't know. I don't know. It makes me unique. Could, could you switch hands, though? Trigger finger? Yeah, I mean, that's just what it was like. Even now, I still use that as my trigger finger. And it's like, just like a little punch. At least you didn't lose all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm coming close. Some days, some days I feel like uh, last year I crushed this, the tip of my left index finger. Oh. And I lost my fingernail for about six months. And then it grew back. So at least it grew I've had like a cut in my fingernail. I can't remember what I did, but it hasn't fucking healed for years. It just keeps splitting. As How many fingernails do you have? All of them for each. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so you you are obviously in the Worcester scene right now, but you've been, you is Phoenix the other scene that you've been in? Like, yeah, that's where I really like cut my teeth. Like uh, I grew up here, raised here. I was actually born at the top of the hill. And uh, St. Vincent's Hospital, and I went down there for motorcycle school. I got the settlement from this, said go to school. And then mine, perfect. I love motorcycles, Harley Davidson, hell yeah. There you go. But um, yeah, it just, I kind of got stuck down there in relationships and stuff. But on the other side of that, I just started doing stand up. Awesome. Like, I remember I went down to school and I was down there for like maybe three weeks in 2013 where I did an open mic, and I went back the next week. I didn't really embed myself into the scene until a couple years later. Like, it was it, the weird thing about comedy is, like, if you drop a ball, it's like the first bounce is going to be pretty high. And then the next half bounce is going to be slightly higher, and then it's going to go. And then it's like, now we're fucking in it. Yeah. Like, I can't escape it. But it's like, 
it was fun down there. So if you ever get out to the Phoenix scene as a comic, it's such a bohemian vibe. Like, they still say queer in Massachusetts at the club. You can't say that. <laughs> I can say it too because I'm five, but it's like, it's like <laughs> But uh, yeah, you go down there, it's like, it's very. Uh, they also have, like, in Phoenix, they have one, two, three, four, five, seven clubs within the, like, the metro, Phoenix metro area. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Tempe Improv, which is the fucking last of a place. Uh, Tempe Improv, Stand Up Live, Greg Bronson's House of Comedy, fucking uh, Stir Crazy Comedy. We've done a bunch of different little ones, like Improv, and the J-Pum, and all of them. Yeah. Shout out to all, all of them. Free plugs. But, uh, yeah, if anybody listening to this is going to go to Phoenix, because I said it, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, there, there is an abundance, and it's a fun scene, too. It's like there's always, like, a lot of improv people. That's cool. A ton of improv. Yeah. Have you done, like, the improv thing, or are you more I always did improv twice, and I can't stand it, because it's not too... A, yeah, I'm not a big... I don't know if it's my vibe. I, can, I, I, I prefer the improv of stand-up. Yeah. Like crowd work and like kind of dealing with new interactions. But if it's like the one game I know is called Zip Zap Zop, which is like, you, it's like the drinking game where you have to copy the person's fucking movements and shit like that. Yeah. But, but it's an improv game. And I can't do it because I'm like the people who can do improv are quick, fast. Yeah. Balls and shit. I'm, I was like, so there's this guy, right? And he goes to the store and I'm yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think I, like I like reactionary stuff. Like I like yeah. like being that kind of humor, but I don't think like the acting out of it is something that's familiar. I kind of like just kind of going up there and talking shit like that. That's, that's more my. Somebody so. one time say uh, the reason I'm saying it on stage is because I believe in myself. Yeah, and that's probably why I don't do it. Probably because it's you don't know what's going to happen from moment to moment. Yeah, it's like I believe in myself being able to talk about my finger because I've had to deal with. It's the com- uh, the comedy comedy equation where it's uh, time plus trauma or trauma plus time equals comedy. Yeah, it's there's. I just feel sad when I'm in improv. Uh, <laughs> I just feel sad. I just feel sad because I'm not doing it right. I'm not one of the cool kids. I'm not a, yeah, I'm not a theater yeah. guy. I'm just like I'm. I'm a bitter and jaded mid thirty year old machine operator who's missing digits. Like I'm not <laughs> part of that group. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I did see improv though. You see people who are good at it, you go, okay, now I get it. Yeah. Now I get it. Like, yeah, Improv Mania in Phoenix, one of the best places to see a show, small, intimate theater like this, like maybe 25 people, 35 people, and it's always the best. Yeah. So, you ever get a chance to go to Phoenix? Trying to travel a little bit with it. I'm, I think I'm going to go down to New York a little bit more. Um, but I don't know if I'm necessarily super ready for that because I heard it's definitely a tough kind of like. I think if you went down and you did open mics and just personally, when I tell these guys all the time, it's like one of my favorite things is going to a new room with jokes that you know you're like the best material. Yeah, you, work. Yeah, you, and, and you throw it up in front of somebody and they laugh, especially if it's comics and you can make people personally the poor people laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And that is like in New York. That's kind of dope. Yeah. I yeah. want to go down there in a couple of weeks with just like a backpack. Mm-hmm. I know a couple of people. I know a couple of people. 
people in New York who just don't know where they are in New York. Yeah. So it's like, wow. they're in Manhattan, or Brooklyn, Queens, I don't know. But uh, just to get down to the area, just go get up mics all day. Yeah. And come back to Worcester at night on a bus. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's honestly not even that. It really, It's far, but it's not like that, that far. I feel like it's like you could definitely make a day trip of it. Definitely. Well, that's why I'm happy to move back to Worcester. Yeah. It's a central location. Everything yeah. in New England can be. Do you go to? Do you ever go to Boston really to do mics? It's very rare that I can get out there now. I just don't have the budget for it. Yeah, yeah. The, the gas is fucking brutal for like go, doing it. Like you have to double dip if you're going far. Like I went to New Haven. and I double dip just because it's like it's a fucking. It's a bone if you only do it one way. Yeah. yeah but also, it's like when I did. Uh, what was it? Jocks. Jocks is fun. I like Jocks. Jocks is the best. And then I posted next a couple of times. Like every time I go out there, I spend forty dollars in fucking parking. Yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah that's the one thing. It's, <laughs> I just don't have the money to spend in gas and parking, and and then you gotta support the menu. So it's like and I go, it's how much do you guys charge for a water? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially if you drive, that's the one thing too. Like, I don't always eat when I go to venues because it's like I normally like will eat like like earlier in the day. I'm trying that like intermittent fasting as much as I can. Yeah, I do that. Too. I call it just forgetting. To- yeah, well, that mine's Adderall. <laughs> mine's Adderall throughout the day. So Same. like, yeah. But um, yeah, it's just you. I. I how far are you from uh, New York right now? I think, like, I, I'm, i like, pretty north in Connecticut, so I think I'm, like, two, two and a half, maybe? It's, like, three hours for us. So. Yeah, like, I'm only I'm only 40 minutes from here. Like, so, because I'm in Tolland, I go right up 84, right to the pike, and then whatever road comes right through Worcester. Yeah. Like, so it's a pretty quick shoot-up. But, um, yeah, the Worcester seems great. I was telling you before, you guys have, like, a real, like, community feel here which is good do you feel like there's like a reason that that started do you think that it's just or it's just like people have been doing stand-up for so long gotten to know each other and it's kind of like it just well, that's that's kind of what it is is like coming from a different scene it's from what i saw in phoenix like getting started in comedy is difficult anywhere because you gotta show them. my theory is you have to teach people your jokes yeah because uh there's like a people here tonight I know most of their jokes like recite like, their jokes once you start to get to know people you can start to see things that are just like funnier and shit like that yeah and, like, you pick up the mannerisms like even like like yeah, the way like, they the cause stuff you see like somebody you're like oh shit he's a mannequin and then you go oh it's a part of the it's like a bit game. yeah yeah. It's, that's, it's, that's him on stage that's him performing I got it so it's like yeah the, like the wish they're seeing right now it's fun because we do have so many open and, and you like well, when I came in here, you guys were doing the like you guys are still doing it, like bouncing ideas, like writing session thing. Yeah, we like tried. Uh, yeah, we tried to. We did this about a month ago, and it was a fucking blast. Like, and uh, last week we had fun too, where it's everybody just goes up and they give a line and they think about what are you working on. Yeah, like a premise, something, something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> and then you bring it to the stage. That's great, man. Well, so it's 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 fun. It's something that we're all trying to kind of like. It's awesome. Man. So, so, um, did, so do you, did you, did your podcast start yet? Or not, yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Still working. How's it going, guys? Got any hot takes, dude? You must have some <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, it's, uh, the podcast is just, when we first started shooting it, mm-hmm. it was, we were trying, I was trying to still kind of feel it out. I want to do it, but it just kind of became too busy on it. Schedule, so it's like, yeah, it's, it's a fucking nightmare. That's yeah, it's a fucking trash time, but it's like in the future, 
great, man. Well, make sure you go follow John on all his socials. John, thank you so much for dropping by. Um, and yeah, go check out Phoenix and Worcester, the, the two fucking spots. Yeah, uh, there's a guy also from uh, New England, John Boyle. Mm-hmm. And he comes up here every once in a while. That's how we originally said, I think, in a joke from originally. Oh, I'm from Massachusetts, <laughs> but he's compiles all of the uh, the openings, kind of like how uh, shout out Theo Constantino, he puts together that uh, spreadsheet of open mics in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. He does the same thing for Phoenix, so it's like there's knowing who to talk to and who to get in contact with that'll bring you to another city. Yeah, that's great. Well, well, well thanks. Yeah, appreciate it.